0: The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding-obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life.
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Betches Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino. And you guys, today, I am giggly. I am a giggly little Betches bride because... (laughs) (laughs) I am here for a special (laughs) bonus episode with a very special guest. But before I intro them, we have some new merch coming up. I know I keep teasing this out and I swear it's like hard for me to predict when exactly it's going to be ready because our whole like merch process is complicated, but it's going to be ready soon. Just in time for your bachelorettes. And we have some amazing sweatshirts, some hats, some new sunglasses, all this great stuff coming. So go to Betches.co slash Brides merch for all of that. And then also, if you love the podcast, please give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. As always, we're working hard to provide you with the content that you need. Okay, so now to our guest. Today is a personal special guest of mine. She is a best friend from college. I lived with this girl. And This is a fun little bonus episode because you guys have been asking questions to both me and her out the wazoo about her gorgeous destination wedding that just took place a couple weeks ago. I present to you Brooke Wislow,
2: formerly Bilkowski. Brooke, thank you for joining. It's Betcha's Brooke in the room. I'm here. I'm so excited. So thanks for having me.
1: Okay, Brooke, as I mentioned, I'm not kidding when I said, like, you're obviously my best friend. I wasn't planning on having you on the podcast, but we had to.
2: You were. (laughs) I was planning on being on the podcast, like, from the day John proposed. I was like, I'm getting on that podcast. This is it.
1: (laughs) You're like, bitch, you weren't going to have me on. I was always going to be on. So, yeah, you got engaged. When did you get engaged again?
2: January 10th of last year.
1: Yes, okay. And then, I mean, okay, so we had to have you on because the audience has never asked so many questions about a wedding. Obviously, I covered it on Betch's Brides, on my own Instagram. They've been coming at me, coming at you with questions about the outfits, which you guys, we linked all of her outfits, and I will save them as highlights on the Instagram because, I mean, the outfits, we could have done a whole episode on alone. They were great. The outfits...
2: Took me longer to plan the outfits than the actual wedding. It was, but they <laughs> it really turned did. out good, so. It, no, it actually did. I was so stressed <laughs> about the outfits. Like, everyone's like, how'd you remain, like, so calm during the wedding? I was like, because I picked my outfits, and, like, that was my big stress. <laughs> the wedding was nothing. It's so true. I'd be like, Brooke, what do you need
1: help on? You'd be like, honestly, picking a fucking outfit for the second look.
2: <laughs> I'd, be I'd be like, I still have shoes, like, the day before, which oh, I um, never had shoes, so it's fine. <laughs> We'll get to that later. But the shoes, the, the shoes, shoes debacle. we will get to.
1: Before we get into the shoe debacle and more, can you tell us, how, okay, so you got married February 19th in Casa de Campo, at Casa de Campo in the Dominican Republic, which is in La Romana, a little town, I guess, an area of the Dominican Republic, which was gorgeous. Can you tell us how you chose that destination?
2: For some reason, with my wedding, I was presented all these different options and i am like so picky when it comes to things when i go to a restaurant it takes me five years to pick out what i'm ordering but when it came to my wedding like the first thing that was thrown at me casa de campo i looked at it i was like done that's it everyone was like you should probably look at some other options and i was like i don't want to look at any other options like this is this is the place so it was super easy my stepdad he goes there all the time to golf um, he actually saw a wedding that happened at the beach club that we had the wedding at, and he was like, "You gotta look into this place. It's absolutely beautiful." So, we looked into it, had a consultation with the one girl who you know coordinates all the weddings, and uh, Deborah. That was it. Yeah, no, it was actually Teresa. Deborah comes oh, next. Shit. My, okay. my little angel on earth. But yeah, <laughs> Teresa, she was awesome. And she just like made me feel so comfortable and just went through everything. Had, everything was so transparent and upfront. Um, they had their prices for everything. They showed you the different packages. So it just made me feel super comfortable. The date that I wanted happened to be available. So it just, it was like everything just fell into place.
1: It was gorgeous. And guys, just to give you context, I remember like you had said, "Oh, you know, you mentioned Rob, your stepdad, had been there a couple times." I didn't realize it was such a it's really such a big like golfing destination desor- resort. Oh my God, like yes. I feel like a bunch of the men had a field day with golfing, but it was so cool because if you guys saw in the Instagram stories the whole weekend us guests were on golf carts because every Every room got assigned a golf cart so that was crucial in getting around and it was just it, so much fun.
2: Like I feel so like fun. Look- we played like bumper golf carts sometimes because <laughs> it just was the nature of the weekend but it was so fun. We the, the golf carts like you needed the golf carts to get oh, around you otherwise you were just We actually we we lost a golf cart John and I our golf cart <laughs> died at the beach club we just left it there for like 3 days um, stole our friends, like got another key. We lost another one. We pulled up to go park ours and ours was sitting in the parking spot. So we were like, what, what happened here? We stole one. So yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) It's a
1: miracle. They let us drive the golf carts, honestly. Um, okay. So can you give us a quick rundown of the weekend events? Because it wasn't just the wedding day. It was a whole experience.
2: It was a whole damn weekend. So yeah, I got there on Tuesday, which was super relaxing. It was like, you know, no one else was there. Great, we went to a romantic dinner. Then my family started coming. That's when like the party started because the whole family was super excited. My family's unlike any other family, as Nikki can tell you, they're they're (laughs) a ton of fun. So, you know, they all wanted to go to dinner. We went to this uh, tequila place, uh, like Mexican restaurant that was amazing. Um, And then, Thursday was the rehearsal dinner, and which was not a rehearsal dinner. You, you know, we didn't rehearse. We just dinnered. And then Friday was the welcome.
1: Can you tell us why you did the rehearsal dinner Thursday instead of Friday the night before the wedding?
2: Yes. Friday was the welcome party. Um, it's always done that way where they have the white welcome party. I really did it that way because a lot of the guests, you know, it's a Saturday wedding. You're asking people to travel all the way to, to the Dominican Republic. A lot of people can't take off, you know, multiple days to come to the wedding. They can only take take off um, a little bit of Friday and come for the weekend. So we wanted to make sure as many of our guests were there for the welcome party as possible. So we did the rehearsal dinner. We We kind of, you know, told our guests. We understood if they were in the wedding and not able to the, make the rehearsal. A lot of our guests, you know, we're a little bit older, have been to multiple weddings in the past, so the walkthrough was um, just something that was, you know, done because it's a wedding, but most of the people just already knew what they were doing, so that's why we did everything the way that we did.
1: Yes, and we'll get to the walkthrough as well, because I know you had to deal with an annoying change last minute before that. Okay, yeah, so basically to sum it up, there was the rehearsal dinner, the Thursday night, the rehearsal walkthrough Friday during the day, welcome party Friday night, which you guys saw us all wearing white, and then the wedding Saturday. So it was a three-day experience. Um, But like you said... You got there earlier in the week, which I think was really crucial. I, correct me if wrong, but like really crucial for your mental health before the wedding. Just like being able to just be there, have some days to like, I'm sure you were meeting with Deborah, your planner and people there. And then yes. you had days to
2: relax. It was it was so necessary. We also like, you know, it's a destination, so it's not like it's our backyard. We don't know the grounds that well. We we went once you know, a while back, but, uh, we just kind of wanted to get a feel for everything and just scope it out before our guests arrive. So we knew, you know, the check-in process is a little annoying and you get the Mm all-inclusive cards. So it was like, we wanted to go through it all, experience it, and then tell our guests, this is exactly how it's done. This is how you should, you know, go about this and bring a couple of extra singles or fives to tip the people, you know, things like that. So and yeah, it was great to just relax for a couple of days and get everything organized.
1: That was crucial that you said you wanted to experience it and then tell your guests, because I feel like we were all asking so many questions leading up to it. Like you had to get some of us to the Dominican Republic. Oh, yeah. So like, can you tell us about the WhatsApp group and any other stuff that you did to help guests? Yes. so
2: that was something that i immediately thought was like we needed to have a whatsapp group because i knew that things would be constantly changing especially with like covid restrictions and things like that um where people were just confused you know is do i have to get a negative test to to get into the dominican republic do i have to get one to get out when do i have to get it where do i get it all these questions so I automatically knew that that was going to be a thing. I created a WhatsApp group for my guests, put as many in there as possible, so I think you know we had around a hundred guests. We had about fifty people in the WhatsApp group that you know it was families or plus ones or something that weren't in there, but it just it was such an easy way to reach out to everyone. Um, Just let them know little updates like if times were changing for things or if we were at some restaurant for dinner and anyone wanted to join us to make a reservation, little things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, if you're doing a destination wedding or even, you know, a regular wedding here in the States, um, that's always a a good option for, for groups.
1: And shout out to Joe, your mom, for literally sending us like the form, the immigration form that we all had to fill out to get into the Dominican Republic. Like, that's the kind of stuff in the WhatsApp app group that was so helpful. Or even like, I know so many people had questions about the attire for the weekend. Like people were like, do men wear jackets or no jackets? The jackets, no jackets
2: debate. That was a huge debate. And in hindsight, I probably should have made like a YouTube video with like live models going by and being like, here's an example of what you could wear for the rehearsal dinner. Here's an example of the white party attire. People were so mind blown about the outfits for the weekend, but everyone really seemed to figure it out.
1: But I think you did a good job because you sent actual photos from Pinterest of examples. And once people had a visual, I think everybody settled down more on like what to wear. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) <laughs> people were like, <laughs> truly like people needed to pipe down I was like just stop asking Brooke I honestly at one point I wanted to be like come to me instead even though I don't know much about the wedding like come to me but you're gonna have that like as a bride and groom <laughs> as a couple you're gonna have uh, questions about a-, a wedding but especially the destination wedding so so yeah, yeah. I think the whatsapp group was very smart I you know you gotta live that, with
2: like, it and it was fun
1: to get everybody excited in the whatsapp group like everyone everyone was was not just pumped yeah so okay
2: and it was cool too like we would we would already be there and then people would come and then like other people would be getting there you know like the following day or something they'd be like i'm so excited to come you know Mm -hmm. what's going on and everyone was yeah it was cool
1: it was
0: great Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So, Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month.
1: All right, now to the juiciness of the convo. A couple things went wrong, and I think this is the theme of the episode because, Brooke, I'm not kidding when I tell you. I kind of thought you were going to be a bridezilla. I don't know why, but I'm allowed to say that because I'm your BFF. Yes, you are. (laughs) You were actually the chillest bride I've seen in a while, which is not an easy feat. So there were a lot of mishaps that went wrong, and you kind of had to roll with the punches. <laughs> so can you tell us about some of the mishaps, starting with maybe the flat tire, since that, I feel like, was the biggest, the, bi- the first one?
2: Yes. So I don't know if it's because I live in a constant state of chaos or what, but I'm just really used to things, you know, not always going right. So, for example, <laughs> we... Oh, let's start before the flat tire. We almost missed our flight to the wedding. So we... <laughs> My husband and I don't communicate well sometimes when we're both like super busy. We're just like, you know, doing things last minute and we're all stressed. And we thought we were going to the Miami airport or John thought we were going to the Miami airport. We were going to the Fort Lauderdale airport and the (laughs) Miami one's like 15 minutes from us. The Fort Lauderdale one's like 45. So we get in the Uber and we are late for our flight. We're like sitting in straight traffic. We're late. We get to the airport. The the baggage people are like, yeah, no, like you're not getting on this flight. The flight's closed. And I'm like, what? And John's like, this woman's not going to marry me. You have to let us on the plane. Literally throwing a fit. I don't even know if you know this, Nick. And so we go inside and John's all frantic and... John can like talk his way into anything. So he's like, ma'am, please, you gotta let us. I had my like little bride bag, thank God. I was like, please, (laughs) ma'am, you gotta let us on. I'm like crying. John's like, no, 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 we gotta get on this plane. We're getting on the plane. And somehow the the woman's like all mad. And she's like, I don't do this ever, but you're lucky you're getting married. And she opened the plane back up for us. So that was the first order of business. Whatever, we get on the plane, we're all excited. We're like laughing. That would, that would happen to us, you know. We're, we're so crazy, crazy kids. We get to the Dominican Republic and get off the plane, go through customs, this and that, it's fine, and get into our cab. We're driving, it's a good maybe, maybe two minutes on the road, and the guy pulls off into a gas station, and he's like, do you guys want anything? And we're like, no. And he's like, all right, I just have to put some air in the tire, so we're like, okay. So he gets out, puts some air in the tire, we go back on the road, we're on a ma- major highway in the middle middle of Dominican Republic. And all of a sudden, it sounded like somebody like threw a rock at our window. And I like look at John and we pull over to the side and we had a flat tire. So at first and that's I was like, like the- I was like, you've gotta be kidding me. But it was honestly so funny and I think really what helped me remain so calm was John was so calm about it. He was like, don't worry about it. He got out of the car. He was like on the ground, under the car, lifting the car up, changed the, t- John changed the tire. And like, just because he had such a good attitude about it, he was like, you know, like it happens, stuff happens. People get flat tires. Like, you know, we have nowhere to be and all day to, to get there. So it was, Yeah. I love that because if it,
1: brides listening, tell your partner, whoever's not the one main one planning the wedding, like tell them they have to be the calm one in situations like that. Like take a page so out of John's book and be the calm yeah. one. Because if he weren't like you would have probably been freaking out.
2: I would have been, been so, so funny. frantic. Yeah. He was, he was so <laughs> calm about it. And I, I was like, you know, trying to get all like, I can't believe this is happening, and blah, blah, blah. I was texting Debra. Debra's like, that's good luck. I'm like, no, it's not, but okay. But yeah, he was super chill about it, so it helped me just really remain calm. And then, you know what? We changed the tire, we got there, and all was well. Um, Yeah, so it was great. And she's right, it is good
1: luck in your case because the wedding... Until the shoes. (laughs) Because the wedding was the most fun wedding I've ever been to, which I forgot to mention in the beginning. Um, Okay, yes. Let's get to the shoes. Because just to give you listeners context, the shoes. When we say that, we mean, okay, long story short, I posted a TikTok slash reel on the Betches Brides Instagram of bridesmaids and their problems. Go watch it if you haven't. And it was all of Brooke's bridesmaids and their problems on the day of the wedding yes all of them are true they are really that crazy but there was one brooks cousin kimber forgot to bring brooks wedding shoes out of her apartment in manhattan now, kimber was had them in in the city and was supposed to bring them apparently but she didn't know so let's not justice for kimber real quick because people in the People in the comments were like, "Why would she forget the shoes? Yeah. but Kimber did so much for you, so we can 't really come for her and it's in true. her defense
2: i don't you didn't really tell her she was supposed to bring the shoes, right right, so this is what happened. <laughs> my dress was from Kleinfeld in the city in New York. I live in Miami, so I had to fly down a bunch of times, go for my dress fittings, my last dress fitting. I, it got canceled because there was a blizzard in New York City. So I never had, that's another, add it to the list of things <laughs> that went wrong to the wedding. It's fine. Um, I, yeah, I couldn't do my final dress fitting. And I was like, ah, whatever, I'll just wing it. It, it fit last time. So um, I think we like wound up not knowing how to bustle the dress. But I, at that oh, point, yeah, I took it off anyways. Oh yeah, your dress never got bustled. I know. Never got that. bustled. Okay. <laughs> like, people were like starting to do it. And I was like, stop it. You're, you're taking way too long. I want to just go enjoy cocktail hour. Um, So anyways, yeah, I wasn't able to come down for the fitting. Kimber, my mom said that my shoes were really uncomfortable and I was probably going to get other shoes. So Kimber thought those are not her wedding shoes. And so when Kimber gave my mom the dress to bring to the wedding, that's how my my dress got to the wedding because my mom is an angel and brought a 40-pound dress with her on the plane. And complained oh. about it a lot but it's fine um but she never she never got the shoes so the day of i i'm like about to go put the dress on and i co- i go up to my mom and i go uh mom the shoes and she just looks at me and starts shaking her head and i'm like no i'm like the, the shoes and she's like she like couldn't get words out she's like i don't i don't have the shoes and i'm like what do you mean and she's like they're they're at kimber's apartment i'm like Like Kimber's apartment (laughs) here, like we can go take a golf cart. It's fine. And she's like, no. Yeah. I was like, oh, no problem. I'll go get them. And she's like, no, no, they're in the city. So I was like, okay. So I was like, again, I, it might've, I I maybe drank like an espresso martini or something earlier. I was really calm about it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to ruin the day over shoes. If it was my dress, that'd be a bigger issue, but you could barely see my shoes anyway. So I was like, I said to my mom, you know what? it's fine. I'm like, I'll wear other shoes. She wound up having clear shoes that were from like Nordstrom or something. And I'm telling you, it was the biggest blessing in disguise because my mm-hmm. feet in my regular wedding shoes hurt so bad when I put them on. And these were so comfortable. I danced like an animal the entire night <laughs> I, and the after party. I never complained once about my, my shoes. Mm-hmm. I never took them off. I was, I was so happy. So again it it's was truly linings. a blessing
1: it was it, a blessing it was I remember watching it go down and your face <laughs> when Kimber's face turned white <gasps> yours Kimber was just white. like <laughs> Kimber's turned white you were just you handled it so well you were like for a second so confused and then you go you know what it's fine I won't have shoes <laughs> and it was just so good and I, we kept saying it was such a blessing in disguise because you were like you wore those clear shoes the entire night and they went. nobody can see your shoes I think that's the biggest takeaway from this like shoes aren't that big of a deal if you're a shoe gal and you want to spend on the Jimmy Choo ones with the cute white bow then do it and we're not gonna come for you for we won't that judge yeah we won't judge but if you don't like it's fine literally go barefoot
2: for all I care I would my the biggest piece of advice for shoes is make sure they're comfortable because yeah it was so worth it I I was so comfortable I danced the whole time it was I had so much fun and I you know when you go out and you wear heels and you're like my feet hurt so bad but I have to look Mm. cute because it's my wedding it was amazing they were they were great
1: Especially you, uh, you other Bunyan gals out there, the po- the podcast listeners Bunyan know crew that I, am <laughs> we're we're the founders of the Bunyan
2: Crew. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, what else went wrong? Anything
2: else? Um, what else went wrong? Oh, yeah. the table seating. Oh, the table seating. So. Um, A couple people had to drop right before um, the wedding, like two days before. We had one guest who got COVID and wasn't able to make it. um, And then some other just personal reasons weren't able to come. So we had one table or two tables that, you know, the numbers kind of dwindled down. So we said, why don't we take away one of the tables? We'll morph them together and all will be well. Uh, But I had already made... Name like the seating chart with like the tents. I don't know what they're called. I mm-hmm. see tents, tents, the little um, the tents, s- no, the
1: table numbers, <laughs> table tents.
2: tents. Where are you getting tents? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like online they were called something with the tent, and why okay. I keep saying the word, okay. So,
1: oh, the, the with the name cards, yes, the name cards, yes, that you that fold like little tent. I know what you're tents. talking
2: about. <laughs> oh, <Okay>, perfect. <laughs> Um, So yeah, they all had the the table written on them, which table they were at. And because we took a table away, we messed everything up. So we got there. We were a little late after the cocktail hour because we had transportation take everyone from the cocktail hour Mm -hmm. to the reception because they were in different areas. So by the time we got on the big buses and got everyone off, the sun was starting to set. And I wanted everyone to see the sunset. I was very adamant (laughs) about seeing the sunset. Um, And there was this large line forming. And I was like, we got to get everyone in. We got to get it. I'm like, John, go get everyone in. And so Deborah's standing up there, my coordinator. And she's like trying to tell everyone where they are. And then finally, she just walks over to me. And she's like, all right, Brooke, don't freak out. She's like, but the tables are are a mess. They're not working. And it's going to be open seating. And I was like, I love it. Perfect. Let's do it. Again, like... What are you going to do? The tables are messed up. Who cares? Like the night before we had a white party and everyone sat, they figured it out. Mm -hmm. And I listen from a
1: guest POV. I was I remember being in the line and Deborah was like, hey, you, you guys are at table five. And she had a little clipboard with everybody's names on it and which table they were supposed to be at. But then I guess people behind me didn't get assigned a table because at that point, I guess that's when she decided, okay, never mind, fuck it, we're going to let people sit wherever. So me and the people that were told to go to table five went to table five, and it worked out anyways, though, because like, even I, I know a couple of our friends that weren't assigned to table five wanted to sit with us, so they came over and sat, and it was just, I feel like it worked out perfectly. We, we had to, we were being like table hogs and wanted like more than the number of chairs to sit at the table, so the kind Popular. table next to us let us pull two chairs yeah so no it was just like all the JMU people basically trying to sit at one giant table and um so we we pulled two chairs and like it worked out fine and I don't know it just was perfect it really it was great
2: so don't I, worry I mean and we it saw worked the out because we saw the sunset and it worked out because it was a it was buffet style it wasn't you know individual like yeah. seating so I think because of that it was you know even It was totally fine, but if you do have assigned seats because you're doing a sit-down dinner, it might be a little bit different.
1: Okay, so on the note of the sunset, which was gorgeous, we were talking about this earlier this morning, how your decor for this wedding, you really didn't have to do much because literally the sunset was your decor and the venue itself. I mean, we were on the beach in a paradise. So can you tell us kind of like what you had to do for decor, the little that you did have to, and how that process went?
2: Yeah. So I, I knew in the beginning that I really didn't want to overspend on florals and things like that. It, it's just not me. Um, and mm-hmm. I was, you know, looking at all the when you go to Casa de Campo, it's all inclusive and they have a whole, a whole wedding package. So you get basically with the packages, you get a certain amount of decor and they give you certain items that were so not me. They were like very traditional. Um, we're mm-hmm. very much like more modern and yeah non-traditional, <laughs> whatever. So I got the package and you could do something called a credit and upgrade. So, um, You take what they have and if you don't like it you could send it all back they give you credits for everything that there is and then you can pick from what they do have um, which is also really a great thing that destination weddings have which i think a lot of people don't realize um you know u.s weddings they have you can pick any vendor and you have to you have so many options it's like a cheesecake factory menu like you know yeah super hard to choose but Um, when you're, when you do a destination, they have a package, they have set vendors. So, you know, for photography, uh, photography and videography, there's only like five that you choose from, which makes things a lot easier. Same with decor. It's there's like a decor team, really. Uh, there's like a team for everything. There's a decor team and there's, you know, only so many options. You could tell them if you want something different, but, um, we decided to have ours at the beach club, which you had to pay an additional fee for. And because we were paying that additional fee, I said, I'll just cut back on decor. So, um, we, we did some things where we took, you know, some of the pompous, um, displays mm-hmm. that we had from the ceremony we brought those over to the reception and had them at our sweetheart table and we uh, just decided to do instead of every table have the main uh, centerpieces we did every other so some had just candle votives with greenery um, which was a really good way to save money um, Included, I also didn't upgrade the silverware uh, I got a quote for it it was like almost a thousand dollars to upgrade the silverware and I was like I was like we're gonna it's gonna look so shitty we're gonna have shitty diner silverware on the tables and John was like I promise like no one's gonna notice and thank you John he's so he was right. right he was so <laughs> right yeah that was like the one aspect of planning that he helped with beside that he was pretty useless to be honest
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> you're like let's not give him too much credit yeah um, I'm like huh. i know we we were like go john you're like no okay wait no so that's so smart just like you chose location over silverware clearly and it worked because that location was key i think it's so interesting i cannot imagine how much easier that must have been for you not saying you had an easy job because planning no, any no, wedding it was. is tough but like like you said you're not starting from scratch like with my domestic wedding I had to say okay now who should I hire for coordination now who for planner like yeah. or f- who for florist whatever and so on it's just like
2: you had there's all a, of the a, options a, there there's literally a whole like PDF catalog of like your options and it's so much easier so when people were like oh my god you're planning a wedding and you're moving into a new house are you so stressed I was so stressed about the house I wasn't stressed about the wedding yeah and I felt like because so many people would always ask me if I was stressed about the wedding I felt like I should be stressed about the wedding but I wasn't (laughs) I, I really wasn't stressed about the wedding because my you know the wedding team takes care of so much of it so it was like there was really nothing for me to stress about. That's amazing. Yeah. Also,
1: you mentioned this this morning. You don't have to tell like specific numbers, but you, I, your wedding was gorgeous. In my mind, I'm thinking, I'm trying to tabulate the cost because that's just how my brain works
2: after doing this podcast and everything. When you're a bride (laughs) and you like know the cost of things, like florals, when I go to weddings, I'm like, oh shit, they dropped a lot on florals. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but you were like, you know, it's not, it
1: wasn't expensive. It really didn't sound like it was that expensive compared to what we would have thought. Do you think it would have been more expensive if you had
2: that wedding in New York or Miami? Or domestic at all? 100%. 100% yes I I have friends who are supposed to get married in Colombia um they you know were planning all these different things and bands and this and that and they wound up getting married in Miami and I know it was a lot more money for them um it's just you know the nature of the world right now and I mean the states it's you know especially if you're getting married in a Miami or New York or somewhere like that um yeah the the cost is definitely a lot higher actually not even my sister's getting married in Annapolis and i know her mm. her wedding is was double just to get in the door than mine was dude so.
1: it's insane that so after attending your wedding you guys know i always talk about wedding regrets on here i feel like i think of something i should have done differently or could have done instead all the time one of my biggest regrets is not having a destination wedding because of how fun and easy yours was like truly brides listening if you haven't started planning yet just consider a destination yeah. trust trust <laughs> me it just like it was so fun okay so speaking of money and how much things cost were there any expenses that you just weren't expecting or anything like that you were like holy shit I had no idea that cost so much
2: um yeah so that's one thing um We were very upfront with our wedding coordinator the entire time that we wanted to know exactly what the costs were. So we had her constantly filling out an Excel spreadsheet um, and and the decor people to show us exactly what the costs were. And we had her include, there's a 28% corporate um, tax on basically Mm. everything in the Dominican Republic. So things would appear to be, you know, $1,000, but really it's... Almost three hundred dollars more because of the tax. So that's something to consider. You know, make sure that you are looking at if there's any additional government taxes or, um, you know, state tax on things. That's was one thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Besides that, not really. Um, Or like, I
1: mean, or anything that wasn't as expensive as you thought. Like your DJ was amazing, but I feel like he wasn't that expensive.
2: So our DJ, yeah, to upgrade. So we, we were originally going to go with the one that was included in the package, which is free. Um, and they give you a $500 credit towards entertainment of your choice. So we did it towards the DJ. The DJ was $950 um, for the upgraded one. There were a couple other ones that were way more expensive, but our coordinator said, go with him. He's awesome. And he actually DJed the owner of Casa de Campo's wedding the weekend before mine. Um, I'm not going to give him all the credit though, because I did make a fire playlist and I spent about 10 months making the playlist. So um, I'm going to give myself some of that credit.
1: (laughs) That the playlist was amazing and you might have to share it with the audience after this because I know you guys are going to want it. So great job on that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, now let's talk about some of the getting ready stuff. We don't have too much time left. Of course, I knew this would fly by because it's us okay but with the time we do have left we had some audience questions about like logistics that you did with the bridesmaids so they were asking what what's one of what's the gifts that you gave to the bridesmaids including
2: me oh so for bridesmaids I did matching pajama shirt dress things um which (laughs) I don't even know if like everyone wore them we were we were just like out of like in this like bridal suite that was so beautiful, but it was just not big enough for all of us. um So, yeah, Ruby was like wearing a, her bathing suit, and I'm pretty I was sure too. like we- you were like, so was Court. Like, yeah, half of them didn't can, even wear them. But can I fine. be
1: honest? We thought we wore our bathing suits because we were like, oh, we think there will be time to lay out while others are getting their hair and makeup done. And like we who are we kidding? Like we weren't gonna How did that work out, out for I went, you?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went first for hair and makeup which <laughs> remember we hated my hair at first and then loved We it. hated
2: it. I, I was like, get it out. Take it out now.
1: And I did not want to make a, because my biggest pet peeve is that one bridesmaid. There's always that one who thinks like she's the bride. And the whole, I know it was like our inside joke the whole weekend that I still thought I was the bride because I'm like the betcha's bride, whatever. So You're I was like, bride. no, it really can't be me.
2: I was like, I can't be that one bridesmaid. Long story but short. But it wasn't even you. It was me. I was like, get. I was like, I hate it. Get it out. <laughs> I was like, I want you to look good. You're too pretty for this. <laughs>
1: Literally, I looked like the toaster strudel boy at first, guys. You did. Long story short, long to- story short, the hair people were so amazing, so talented. But when they first did mine, I went first. I had no makeup on. I they curled my curls like very tight, like little ringlets, and they were like, trust me, they'll fall. And of course, I couldn't, none of us could like visualize them falling, which they did, and they fell perfectly. But it was like very slicked back and these two little ringlets and Brooke being the bride, the direct bride that she was, was like, you need to have them fix it. I'm too
2: I'm honest. I'm glad honest.
1: you did. <laughs> glad I've always you did. Been. You're a very selfless bride, honestly. Okay, back to gifts. So you gave us pajamas and then what else?
2: And then I paid for either hair or makeup because I had 11, so it was kind of a lot. And you know, yeah. weddings get expensive.
1: Which can I just say, as the bridesmaid, it that was such a great gift to give us because I think anybody having a destination wedding if you can just make your gift paying for hair or makeup or both or whatever you can afford because your guests are already spending a pretty penny to be there if it's an international destination which we're obviously so happy to be there I wouldn't have missed this wedding for the entire world but paying for our hair and makeup, that's the best gift you can give your bridesmaids. It's a little bit of money back, honestly. Yeah.
2: And I also so. did it because, one, I know a lot of times people get bridesmaids gifts and they're like, I don't like this or I'm not going to use it. Mm-hmm. But the other thing was I had one of our other our other bridesmaids, my other bridesmaid, um, she said to me, you know, we have so much stuff. St- only have so much space in our luggage and we don't want to have like all these bulky items that we have to bring back. So she was like, whatever it is, make sure it's light. Because at first I was like looking up, you know, these custom tie dye towels and bags and all this. And I was like, you know what, like, you know, nobody wants to carry that back. And Mm. so I just did that because it was something that everyone was going to want and use. And, you know, uh, of course, decrease the cost for the day because they already spent eight million dollars to get there totally
1: and you were right because
2: I had zero room in my suitcase
1: so everybody loved your hair your overall look so we just need to do some rapid fire questions about your look what did you ask for for your hair on the day of and you
2: correct me if wrong but you did not do a trial before with this guy I did so I did a trial with him so backtrack. I did a trial with the <laughs> hair and makeup girls that did all the bridesmaids and I hated it when I first got it done. I, I really <laughs> did. I hated it. And I was like, oh no, my wedding, the wedding's over. I'm canceling the wedding. This is it. I'm very picky with my hair and makeup. So I have a friend. Yeah, I have a friend who is from the Dominican Republic. She is on TV um, and gets her hair and makeup done every day. And I asked her if she knew anyone in the Dominican Republic. And she had this guy. So he lived in Miami. He came to my house, did my hair and makeup. It was awesome. Um, I didn't have the extensions at the time that I used for the wedding. But I just knew that, you know, he needed to be there for the day. Um, So he came and just did my hair and makeup for the wedding. But the day before for the welcome party, I had the girls do it who did the trial and they killed it. They did such an amazing Thanks. job with that amazing. long ponytail and the makeup just looked awesome. Um, the day of for the wedding, it honestly wasn't really the hair and makeup we did for the trial. It was definitely more low key. It was, uh, you know, I really like glam, but this was more like a natural, like mm-hmm. pretty, um, but I loved it. I, it was it was like a little bit different. And I think people weren't expecting me to, you know, have that. I think they were expecting more of the glam. But I think it's more of a timeless look in the future. You know, I'll look back and just be like, wow, I felt so pretty that day. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of just let him no. wing it. And he did the damn thing he was so talented
1: you're i mean you looked stunning you you did show him a photo on the day of though wasn't it the picture of j-lo with the big sure waves Sure was okay. okay yes we'll post that we'll post the inspo pic when um this episode comes out because it was great you showed me you worried me though because you showed me the morning
2: of your wedding you were like should i do this for my hair and i was like, i had no idea I was no, I was, I was, I was trying to do like half up, half down, and then I was like, that's like not bridal, and yeah, I I had no clue what I was doing for my wedding until the day. (laughs) I was like, I also wrote my vows the day after.
1: Oh, you did. You wrote your vows before. The vows were so cute, though. You guys, there was not a dry eye in the in the house. I'm not kidding when I tell you.
2: it was. And when people ask me what my favorite part of the wedding was, I oh, I automatically say John's vows because he is like a hallmark card, but like not in a cheesy way. He's so sweet. He's like he's such a lover. And mm-hmm. um yeah, everyone was crying. I was like, I'm not gonna cry. And I was bawling my eyes out. So <laughs>
1: Yeah. You're not a big crier at all. So we were all like there's no way Brooke's gonna cry. Um there were tears streaming down your face, like ruining your makeup, but you still looked gorgeous. And everybody's, the, all of us.
2: Everybody. It was oh. nuts.
1: i That's another thing I think was a big takeaway for me from the weekend. This destination wedding, remind me how many people you said 100 were there? Yeah. It was like uh, just okay. under a 100. Because we had all of... Okay, well, two things. I told you this after the day. You and John just have such a great energy. You guys, the way you look at each other is like a fucking rom-com movie. I can't even begin to describe the love you guys have for each other. And I know I did, gave my little speech before the wedding and cried like a big baby. But yes. you the energy that... like I think it's really important that the couple getting married has really good energy because your guests will feed off that energy since you guys were having so much fun and so relaxed and so carefree and just like there to really experience it so were we as guests like when you were stressed I was stressed but you were right. vaguely you were rarely stressed so I was not stressed either so that's why yeah,
2: I, I think that that's sorry to cut you off but I think that no. that's something that Um, When people say, like, how were you not stressed, like, I, I I get to marry John, you know, like, it was, if you, if you're, if you find someone that you're so in love with, and you're, you know, it's like, someone said to me, they pulled me aside, and they said, listen, if everything goes wrong, if, if you forgot your dress, your shoes, it rains, it doesn't matter, because you're marrying John, and I was like, you know what, you're right, like, at the end of the day, as long as he's there, oh it, everything could have went wrong, and I still would have got been able to marry him. So, because of that, I I wasn't stressed about a thing. That actually,
1: you guys can't see, but that made me tear up. But I'm also very hormonal right now, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so everything makes me tear up. But that's so that's so true. You're marrying the love of your life. Um, and then I think the second thing What was the second thing I was gonna Oh, the fact that it was a destination wedding And we had the lead up events Mike and I walked away from it And we were like Did we just make 100 new best friends With everybody that was there We felt like we had no, knew all those people That were there that we didn't yet know our entire lives, but we also just felt like we got so much time with them. Like it was like a little fun retreat with alcohol and fun people for the whole weekend in paradise. Like we think that's because destination wedding, it wasn't just there and back. It was, we got the rehearsal, we got the dinners, we got the white party and then the wedding was just the icing on the cake and it was so much fun. So I think, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think
2: the people really like, made it what it was like you said everyone got along everyone was like it was so cool to see just like different groups of people like you and mike talking to our friends from miami or even just like the john's boss who officiated the wedding like them talking to our friends and our family members like everyone was getting along i mean my mom i think adopted like 85 new kids that day it was just it was so fun like everyone had so much fun it was truly
1: it was the best time i can't even like i've never been at a wedding that i was so i wanted it to last forever i was like i don't want this to end and then it ended and i had to come back to reality um okay before we end because we're out of time but i'm not kidding when i say we need to do a follow-up or something on instagram because we have so many more questions for you like logistic ones about you know your dress your how you got so tan which guys i can answer that for you brooke is just constantly tan so yeah you didn't get a spray tan did you no yeah see you just you laid out in the sun for like an hour
2: I swear to God, I laid out for one hour and I was like, I don't know what happens to me. The sun is just attracted to my body. It's very weird. Yeah. You get tanner and I
1: get paler. Yeah. Remember on my bachelorette, I got like paler and everybody got so tan. It happened. Good times. Okay. And then also, oh, last, sorry, last logistical question because we had so many questions about this. Your photo booth, it was a rotating photo photo booth.
2: Yeah, so that was the 360 photo booth. That was the one thing that John and I could not agree on, um, which again, like he had some say in things. I would more so like do PowerPoint presentations and be like, here is what our wedding's gonna look like. Um, <laughs> it wasn't really like a he got to contribute or whatever. But yeah, the 360 photo booth, it was a little pricey. Um, it was one of their newer vendors, and I was like, I need it. It was like what they have at the Emmys or you know, any of the the award shows, and I was like, it's going to be so cool. I'm telling you, it'll be worth it. And to be honest, I, I really regret not going on it more because when we got the videos back after, they were so fun. They had all these mm. props. I didn't get any props. Um, speaking of props, also for the crazy hour, I didn't get any props, but we didn't need any because it was so fun. Um, but yeah, so that was one thing that I would totally recommend and it's awesome too because you get those immediately um you you know they send it right to your guests right away on their phones and I get all of them so while I'm waiting for my wedding photos I have those to to look at
1: it was so much fun we saw it in the corner of our eyes like Mike and I went to the bathroom or something and we were like what is that and we see people like dancing on it and it was just such a fun thing to To do at the wedding, I usually I tell people like don't go crazy with all the entertainment at weddings because you know dancing is the main focus. You want people dancing, but this was just a fun thing to quickly do and then get back to dancing. It was uh, I'm glad I'm glad you did it. Okay, before we let you go, do you have any last words of advice? You gave a lot of great advice throughout this episode, but any last words for brides planning their weddings right now?
2: I do. What I would say for you guys is let yourself have fun at your wedding. Um, I know that there's this whole stigma that you need to be like so beautiful and, you know, everything needs to go so perfect. But if you just let yourself have fun and just realize that, you know, you're human and if you want this to be the best day of your life, you need to, you know, let yourself be human and let the let the mistakes happen, they're gonna happen. It's not the end of the world, you know? As long as your significant other shows up and you know says I do, then you're good to go. So that's my piece of advice.
1: So well said. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. I'm sure we'll talk in like a literal hour. So this isn't goodbye, this is see you, this is till death do us part. Yes, that just Brooke.
2: The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico.
0: Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.